The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Join 2014 Psychic of the Year Jennifer Schaefer as she hosts your Spirit Hour every second Tuesday of the month right here on Shea Parker's Best of the Best. Jennifer has been tested and validated as a member of Best American Psychics, Best American Healers and Certified Psychic Society. She is certified by International Master Psychic Lisa Williams as an Advanced Psychic at Lisa Williams International School of Spiritual Development and is mentored by Hans King and Alfred Ricci for mediumship at Agape International Spiritual Center. Jennifer is the founder of PsychicAngels.net where she gives back to the community by working with law enforcement as a psychic profiler and investigator. Her cases have been profiled on Dr. Phil, and she was a reoccurring guest on the Ricky Lake Show. She can be reached at bestamericanpsychics.com and jennifershafer.com. That's Jennifer, S-H-A-F-F-E-R.com. Now, here is our host, Jennifer Schaefer. Hello, hello, hello. I first want to start off by saying that um, happy birthday to my lovely daughter. It's her birthday today, little Blakey. Um, I just, you know, I never do shout-outs, but I had to do that shout-out. Today is a very, very, very um, important radio show, Um, not only for myself, but for all of you listeners that that are interested in how to tap into the unknown or how to understand it. Um, we, I have two really incredible guests today that are the founders, the co-founders of the Institute for Sensory Perception. And before I bring them on, I want to go into what that means. What is sensory perception? What is that about? And then we'll go into why and how it was developed. Um, sensory perception is a skill that trains the unconscious mind to acquire knowledge and information about a person, place, thing, or event in the past, present, future. It's the process of unconsciously gathering information via a prescribed layered format that taps into your higher self, that part of you, that accesses information that is readily available on anything. If you find the idea of a higher self challenging to believe, which a lot of people do, like what is a higher self, then you can think of this protocol as tapping into your unconscious mind or the non-conscious part of your mind, which is connected to the collective unconscious. And you have to understand, the collective unconscious is a universal database that every human being can tap into. And this is something that's very, very big with the Institute of Sensory Perception. I actually happen to be part of one of the trustees Um, it's something I fully believe in and it's something that I've witnessed and it's something that I've adapted to my own work dealing with, um, my cases that, that my academy does. My academy, um, 
that looks into homicide and missing person cases will be using this protocol to hone in on the targets and hone in on the answers that we need. But anyone can do this for medical, for, for any type of work that you're involved in, even for just yourself, for just wanting to know. And the collective unconscious is a universal database, like I said, that every human being can, that can tap into. It's the universal library of human knowledge. Every individual is endowed with the ability to connect to everyone and to everything else and into this library. One cannot acquire this ability by education or other conscious, okay, conscious effort because it is innate. Therefore, at ISP, which is the Institute of Sensory Perception, we are going to teach you how to connect with what you already know how to do. In some ways, we reconnect you to what you already can do. We simply remind you of your innate abilities. And all this information that I'm saying can be found at instituteforsensoryperception.org. And now I would like to bring on my two guests, Joyce Jackson, who I work with, who is who is who helped me integrate my academy and who now we are bringing the academy through the Institute of Sensory Perception. She's a retired architect and engineer. She brings a unique, intelligent, calming insight, always, by the way, and very funny, by the way, into the spiritual arena in her work as a psychic medium, healer, author, and mentor. And when I say psychic medium, healer, author, and mentor, I'm putting it mildly. She is one of these, and I, I hope I don't embarrass you, Joyce, but she is chock full of wisdom and knowledge, and she really pulls out what we need to know. She is an amazing person to work with. And then I have Mr. Robert Rich. Bob is the president of the Robert Rich Company, CPA is in New York City. He has a, the, his expertise is very, very broad. It includes strategic planning, team building, executive coaching, leadership, and startups. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to your spirit hour. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Jennifer. Golly, I'm glad we aren't being recorded. I'm bright red. (laughs) Well, Joyce, I have to tell you, you have been someone that's been very, very strong with me since the first time that I met you at the BAP retreat. You are the reason why I joined BAP, Best American Psychics, because you were actually the one that looked sane, <laughs> and you were the one that had the pedigree that matched it. Okay, whatever your... insane was taken. <laughs> so we'll, uh... But but either way, I said because I was so determined to get rid of the semantics and so determined to make this normal, you made it normal for me. And Shay Parker, who's also a trustee, has made it normal for, for all of us, you know, in the sense that she created a group that has a very, very, very thick foundation of being tested. Um, we're monitored. We have, you know, every Facebook media, you know, media outlet is completely, you know, watched over to make sure that we're, we walk the walk and talk the talk. But Joyce, you have been a mentor for me from the start. And, and we've been able to collaborate in different ways that have been fascinating. But this, by far, is something that, as we both discussed, is going to be here a lot longer than we are. And it really, truly is an amazing, amazing, amazing foundation for raising consciousness 
raising awareness and really honing in with the tools that you give us to go out and help others with it. Um, Robert, or I'm sorry, can I call you Bob? Would that be okay? Yes, you can. Absolutely. Okay. Bob, I would love to know from your side, how did the both of you figure out, how did the, how did the idea of ISP come about? Very good question. Um, let's see. From the very beginning, there's been some synergy impact out of our relationship from the very outset that appears when we're working together that generates a whole different sphere of possibility than each of us can create. And that has grown over time. And there's a spontaneity of creativity that, well, I hate to use that word, but explodes out of us being together that allows us to create from a place that allows ISP to show up. That's interesting. And it's, uh, it's a natural outcoming of what we're up to. And coming together, it has allowed this to take shape and be created and now operating. So this is a wonderful opportunity for not only us, but for everyone. Because the Institute really has the capacity to create what we're doing. And I'm going to use the word that you've been using, normal. So (laughs) it is now possible that everyone, and I am not excluding anybody here, to have this. And it's not a gift because they already have it. All we're doing is allowing them to have access to it. And that will allow normal to show up rather than something beyond that so that people can have all this rather than have the concern of disbelief. And that's a huge gift for everyone. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Joyce, do you have something to add to that? No, I don't. I, <laughs> that's <laughs> on, the Joyce. beauty in working oh. and knowing Bob. I don't have to add anything uh, to it. Um, and that is... Uh, that is the beauty of working with him. He sees he sees the possibilities, and not only that, he's open to the possibilities. Because when we started, it was a huge unknown, and in in pushing me um, to reach for the possibilities we couldn't even see is 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 how this really did begin. Um, and it's interesting and, because it, it, under the logo that says the Institute of Sensory Perception, you're accessing what you can't see. Correct. That's, that's exactly what this is. And um, it works. That's the simple bottom line. It's a, it's a process that I learned for some very real reasons that we are now bringing to, you know, and I will use the word mainstream, the intelligent mainstream community, because that's who we resonate with. This is for everyone. But we're bringing it in a very sophisticated, innovative way. We're not the only ones that are doing this or who know this protocol, Jennifer. Uh Right. But right. we are the ones that are packaging it up 
in this way for everybody. It's it's something that that I know very high, you know, high. For instance, the FBI. I've had several FBI agents in my office, which is a lot of fun when they bring their guns. <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> I have spoken about the Institute of Sensory Perception and just that concept, just those words alone. They're they are like I I can't even tell you how excited they are that there's actually something they can learn that really, like you said, naturally is already inside of you. And it's not something you can consciously learn, but it's something we can bring out in them. We could tag them to it. Like Bob tagged you, Joyce, with the concept that it's limitless, that there's so many different ways. So he opened you up to that, correct? Yes. And yes, so that's the brilliance of working with Bob. It's, um, and his ability to challenge you, to challenge me with the possibilities. This, if I, if I could hijack another minute, the way that this started was with a question. And his question to me was, as I was explaining to him what a mediumship gallery was, where I would get hired to come in in front of a group of people, maybe 30 people, and connect them with their loved ones who have crossed over. And he asked me, what would it be like if you sat down and anybody who felt like it would just stand up from the audience and could do the same thing you do? And my response was, wow, I think they can. I don't think they know they can. Right, right. That's true. Very true. It's something outside of them. And what you're doing is you're, we collectively, through ISP, are bringing it bringing it back to inside. It's bringing it out, not from outside in. Um, what, is, what is, if I can ask Robert, um, Bob, excuse me, what is your, um, how, did you, how did you integrate what is sensory perception? Like the both of you, how did you integrate that terminology? Mm, interesting question. Um, because a lot of people don't know, and so I want to give our, you know, I want to, we have a wide range of listeners, and I just want them, you know, a lot of people understand what, you know, sensory means, but sensory perception is a different language. Um, when, Jill, when Jill and I work together, uh, there is a space that's created that allows for a level of creation that uh, shows up in a natural way. And what do I mean by that? Right. Uh, The intention that is generated out of a conversation produces language and articulation and whatever it is that's necessary for it to materialize. And that sounds pretty unusual, but... It's gotten to be almost commonplace with us, and <laughs> we don't accept it that way, or we assume that's going to happen. We just are there, and it occurs out of the interactions that we have with each other, the give and take, and uh, out of that, all this is happening. And uh, there was an interaction as to what 
how are we going to call this? What are we going to do? And out of that, <laughs> right. it shows up. So there's, there is a conversation that whatever has to happen for this to bear fruit and go forth and give birth and materialize and succeed all occurs out of the conversation and what's necessary and what's the next step or all follows in a natural way that uh, is quite satisfying uh, and it just it's a pleasure and uh, also a fascinating. Delight, really, to just right. uh, enter into the conversation and have it be that way, and it keeps bearing fruit, and we're very happy with it. Wow. Well, for all of our listeners out there um, who might not have caught the first part of how I was describing the Institute of Sensory Perception, um, it does, you know, it does involved remote viewing and this is something that Joyce and I and several of other you know um, BAP members best American psychic members um, have taken under our wings to really it's it is a protocol that really 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 gets rid of all the fringe of things that we go into because for so listeners for for instance when we go into our work as a psychic or as a medium there are different channels. And a lot of times, if we have any judgment, we get cut off from anything that comes in, any clear sense of consciousness that comes in. This actually hedges, remote viewing hedges that part of it, where it does not allow you to, because there's a lot of different, like the AOLs, like there's a lot of different things that we do to make sure that our conscious mind doesn't interfere. I would love for either one of you to explain to somebody that doesn't know about remote viewing, what remote viewing is like or what it is, you know, and how you're packaging it. Well, I, I, I did learn a, a technique called controlled remote viewing, CRV. Oh, and okay. it, it's been around for decades, Jennifer. And the particular protocol I learned was from... Um, and a former spy, uh, Ed Dames, who I believe uh, is one of the best remote viewers there. And he did work in secret within the government for decades. And he's a highly decorated um, retired military individual for his work. But with that, with that government connection, you know, you get a lot of um, nefarious connotations. You get a lot of fringe elements. Even within our profession, you know, the word psychic is is just uh, got, it, right. it's got, you know, all kinds of crazy laundry attached to it. Absolutely. And, and the Absolutely. tech, the protocol is so easy and simple to learn, and it's so powerful. It really, as long as it has these connotations around it, a lot of people shy away from it. And, you know, looking at, again, myself and and Bob, there can't be any more, you know, typical professionals able to package this up and sit and talk to psychiatrists and medical doctors and veterinarians and CPAs and architects and engineers and financial advisors and law enforcement 
people face to face and eye to eye to show them how to apply this to their professions, their lives, their family, their well-being, because it does work. It's very, very effective. We've seen it in our own work. I mean, that was just, I mean, for me to get so excited about it because I was was non-conscious through it, but yet not using, you know, it's controlled. I can't imagine what it's going to be like for the public when they have those aha moments. Those are they're going to they are going to be so excited that they have been that they brought their innate abilities out, and it's not going to be something now that it's outside of them, and they can utilize it in the best possible ways. I mean, we utilize it to find murder weapons and to find and to find who who was the killer or who was you know that's just one side of it, and then you have you know, somebody that's in the medical profession that can actually find what's the cause. And we'll go into that a little bit more. Um, I, another question I have to ask you, well, why are you repackaging remote viewing? Well, why? again, to to bring this into um, the arenas, Jennifer, where it can really be accepted and used. Okay. To Just really like okay. distance ourselves from... The you know there's there's satanic connotations there's devil connotations about the whole remote viewing projects they were they're secret spy things from the <laughs> cold say, war that just say, aren't us right did they say no remote viewing in the Bible I just want to make sure I they, have no uh, idea <laughs> I'm kidding but that's you know I know I know <laughs> I, I have. You know, I have no idea, but, you know, years ago, I mean, I, there is, there is no accidents. This is all divine, divinely coming together. Um, but years ago, my father wanted me to go to medical school and, you know, like the dutiful, completely manipulated daughter I was, uh, you know, I walked into a human anatomy class and fainted. I mean, it is not going to be me. I made my way over to architecture school immediately. Which you were um, incredibly successful at, by the way. And I started to have a lot of clients in my healing practice come to me um, as a medical intuitive. And when I would look at them, I really would see gallstones, for example. And it was like, ew. Gosh, there's got to be a better way, which led me to remote <laughs> right. viewing because it takes the emotional piece out of it by going through this very, again, easy protocol. Um, and then when you approached me to become a part of the PIA, the Psychic Investigations Academy, my emotional reaction was I can't do those cases. I don't want to see those things until it occurred to me to use the protocol, um, which, as you know, is it can pull out some incredible details. Spot on on several different cases we've worked on. I mean, to the T. To the I mean, it it really is amazing what you and and so it's a process that is very easy to learn. you just have to have the diligence to to practice it and, and work with it. But it really is, Jennifer, a true perceiving. To go back to your question two questions ago, it's a true perceiving of information that exists about anything and everything um, 
anything and everything. And you know what? I want to bring this up because I think a lot of a lot of listeners actually understand what empathy means. And so when Joyce was describing, you know, even the medical part of it where she didn't want to see the gallstones, a lot of people couldn't handle, a lot of people in this line of work that we that we're a part of couldn't handle seeing cases where there was very horrific deaths. And what this does, you know, is, is the best way I can explain it, when you go talk to a friend and they are hurting, for instance, and there's something tragic that happened to them, you walk away feeling horrible about it. You walk away feeling, and you should, I'm not talking, I'm just saying just so you can understand it. This allows you to be more efficient in the way that you can help that person. This allows you to take yourself and help that person and the feelings of that, yes, you can have compassion. We never want you to get rid of compassion, but you're tapping into your higher self, which is your spirit, that also has no judgment of what happens down here or, up, or within it. I don't want to say down here, but within it. Does that make sense, you guys? Am I explaining mm-hmm. that well? Mm-hmm. It does. Let me mention something here that might be insightful. Uh, historically, Remote viewing has been looked at from a distance or from people who talk about it with the conversation of disbelief, negativity, uh, and there has been a fear of stepping out and declaring what this really is. And what we've done really is, and I'm going to use this word, we've ontologically reconstructed what RV is rather than it being something that people have hesitated to embrace, make it universally acceptable to everybody as a natural way of being by using what you already have and providing people access to that to give them what they know they don't have, but they really do. Or to put it another way, this is the other 90... Most people say, I'm only using 10% of who I am. Well, right. this gives you access to the rest of it. It's a gift that you've always had, and now you get to use it. That's just... I mean, it truly is something that is um, fascinating for everybody to, to really engage in. And the way that you explain it, you just... You know, Bob, you disarm people by the language that's used. And that's what's, that is truly the beauty of this. I already have psychiatrists. I already have federal agents looking at this website, which anyone can look at right now. It's, it's, the, it's instituteforsensoryperception.org. Correct, Joyce? Mm-hmm. Institute that's it. For and and as we, we put um, our offerings and our, our classes, our seminars, the networks, the mastermind networks in place, they'll um, all be delineated on that um, site as well. But there's a lot of good information, so you can read it. But that, the one thing that, for instance, my, my husband looked at, he said, the dialogue is so much better than any of, any of the dialogue on our sites at Best American Psychics, only because of the terminology. Because it's, you know, if you're, if you're looking, if you stumble across my website, like, for instance, I put just intuitive on my cards. I'm just an intuitive. And, and, you, and the, the Institute for Sensory Perception, for instance, when it talks about the future, you say predictive intelligence. 
that was so that was such a big aha moment for me. I love that terminology because it is. It's what you're in alignment with. It's predictive intelligence. Can you tell me a little bit more about what it is that you can see for predictive intelligence when you do this line of work, when you're, when you're looking at a subject or a case? Sure, sure. Um, for example, you can, um, you can problem solve, you, you problem solve with it, Jennifer. You look at possibilities. Okay. So if I am looking for the best place I want to move, Okay. Um, best place to move. If I'm looking at three job offers, which is the best job offer I, ha- I have, which is the best to take, um, I can look at future investments uh, and pull out which would be the best way to go. Um, I have been myself even using this for uh, program management, you know, project management, which is the best tech, which are the best things to solve. The wow. list is endless. Bob, Bob comes up with fabulous applications all the time. You want to interject, Bob? I, I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. Um, well, we were talking about, for example... Sorry, what you um, said. I didn't hear what Jennifer said. Oh, just do you want to interject about the applications, sweetheart? Oh, it, it keeps on increasing, and I, it may just be endless, but uh, <laughs> I see this occurring as a place where children will learn it as a natural part of their school. Yes, absolutely. And to have this in your life at a young age gives you an enormous uh, edge on your future so that you can really direct yourself to where you belong and grow at a rate that could be phenomenal out of this. So this gives a a huge push to the future. Go ahead, ahead. No, go ahead. That's just one area that I see can be uh, utilized. And... um, I think you've mentioned a few yourself here. I'm just trying to... There was another one that I mentioned the other day that just slipped my mind. Oh, the... um, We initially started to talk... Bob initially started to direct me and push me in his gentle way. Yeah, the medical. And into medical professionals, teaching this to doctors. Can you imagine having a complex case, Jennifer, where they've been sending this patient you know, helplessly for tests for three months and nothing's come up and you can run a protocol and and hone in and zoom in on the right tests to to recommend the patient get in no time. And if and it's mutually corroborative. By that I mean if three doctors show this, they all will be picking up the same information. Um, but more importantly, Bob came up with, well, that's great, Joyce, but you know, we could take this into medical schools and start right. with the the training of the doctors themselves. The implications are huge. That's right. And you mentioned, Bob, I believe, from what I remember, about the fact that doctors would be run by, you know, one oneness more so than individualities with, with having, you know, dealing with money and currency, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and so the the objective and the passion that they would have doing this 
would create endless possibilities for themselves because that's what happens. And the money always follows when you're in your passion, your line of work. Right. Um, and that you could take the exact same uh, context and shift it into politics. Because right. if you put this into politics, if you are a candidate for election and you're using this and it's being used by everyone as it will proliferate, it's going to be very difficult for anyone to be the ego person that's going to promise everything to get elected, and then when they get elected, they do whatever they do. This is right. going to have a transformation of politics in a way that will allow our country to work a lot better than it is right now as far as con congressional candidates. So this would really transform the concept of what you should vote, who you should vote for and for why, rather than what it sounds good about. Right. Right, and I want to go back real fast on the children aspect because, of course, I was thinking that when you, when you said it. I don't know who thought of it first, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was thinking about the fact, for instance, my daughter has been sick, and so we've spent a little bit of time together, and she knows about, like, she knows how excited I am about the Institute of Sensory Perception. I worked on a case going through the protocol last night, and it, I have to really shut off everybody and everything while I do it. And she asked me, she goes, is it okay if I learn this? And I said, absolutely, Blakey. She goes, it'd be kind of cool to understand it more because I want to know where I'm going to school next year, <laughs> like her or her classes. Or, you know, she was being funny about it. But she's like, I know there's so much more to that. She goes, you never get ex this excited about, you know, a protocol, she said. She's so funny. Joyce, you Yeah, you teach it. it. Teach it to your kids because it will help you learn it. Um, better as well. You know, Jennifer, this this all comes down to the elimination of fear. Absolutely. And, and that, I think, is the true power. When people understand they can chart where they want to go, they can see the best outcomes. They don't have to be afraid anymore of what might be out there you know, they can choose the best paths and the best outcomes. Half of our jobs will be eliminated, won't they? But <laughs> that that aside, it, it empowers people. And and the other thing that alluded, it does is it alludes to Bob's, Bob's comment on politics. Right. There right. can't be any more secrets. Right. There won't have to be as this changes. Yeah. Because everybody has enough access to the information to kind of share it all and shift with it. It's part of what some of our mastermind groups are going to be. You, you take our, our certification classes. One, you can either learn this in a two-day seminar or you can become expert at it in a five-day seminar and you become eligible for uh, any one of our mastermind groups where you can work with professionals in your own arena or you can jump in on uh, a global initiative project right. and plan it out and create schools or fresh drinking water to remote areas. I mean, these are the things Bob and I talk about sometimes um, and we're just, we were at a seminar a couple of weeks ago and over dinner, 
we became speechless because it became apparent to both of us how big and this really is. How endless, how dimensionless it really right. is. Right. I'm going to speculate for a second, and I want to make it clear that I'm going to speculate now. <laughs> I'm a person who is pretty rudimentary, and uh, I, I'm starting from ground zero in working with this, and as I work with it more, something is occurring that I'm not... Actually, I'm, I'm quite uh, surprised about. What I see is that after working with this more and more, there is an element that is occurring of natural uh, access to the collective unconscious that is being provided out of my interactions with people that did not occur before. Now, wow. I don't know what, and I'm using the word speculate very clearly here. I don't <laughs> want to make a declaration. Right. But I, it may, there may be a evolution that's occurring as the mind is plastic, so it can, it can do all this. So I'm not clear, but I do see that there is some movement in this direction. So I want, as I say, I'm being very careful to speculate on this, but perhaps this is something that will evolve over time. I see it in myself, but I don't want to declare it because it's premature. Can, can but I, it's very interesting to observe it. Well, can I give you a little something? Um, being around Joyce <laughs> has Be a careful. lot. <laughs> I can see why you're skeptical. <laughs> but when we're around like-minded people, we, we instead of acclimating to the lowest common denominator, you acclimate to the highest common denominator. And both of you, I'm not saying there's a hierarchy, but both of you have an intelligence, a brilliant intelligence that acclimates to one another. And it's kind of the right fix. Do you know what I'm saying? Synergy is the word I want to use. In fact, mm -hmm. Bob, you called it a dance. You called it a dance. Do you remember? True. Yes. And so you have that and you take each other to the next level because you have access to it. Because it's coming from within. It's not a hierarchy or a... And the reason why you use the word skeptical, because I believe you don't want it to come across as being um, uh, ego-driven as part of it. And it's none of that. It's just, it's actually blissful when you're able to tap in with each other, which this protocol allows you to do. It's blissful for me when I'm able to work with Joyce and have her go, okay, this is, you know, have her analyze the work. And, and it, I get so excited because, you know, you spend time with your non-conscious part of you doing it. So when you get to see it consciously, you're like, oh, wow, look at all the similar, like, look at everything. It's all the same. Like, it's, it, it really is fascinating. And so when yeah. you talk about, you know, Bob, when you talk about the collective, to hit the collective and to really dive into the world and what, what's hurting Mother Earth or what's, what we need to help with. Like today, when I went running this morning on the beach, I, do that, I try to do it every morning, I saw a seal come up to the beach, and it's alive, but a baby seal. And whenever they come up close to the beach, you know the seal is sick. And my head just started spinning, you know? And, you know, there's a group of us that are tracking earthquakes and tsunamis and everything. Right, Joyce? Right. And I couldn't help but think of all the things that are being disrupted in the ocean right now with, with everything that's happening. And I know it's just a clearing, 
but you're tapped into the 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 consciousness of Mother Earth and the planet, and then and then where this comes in is it goes way beyond this dimension and this physical dimension, way beyond it, into you know, and that's something that you know by the expert packaging that you have because it really ha- you have to be open to it to actually go there. That's where you really benefit taking these mm. courses or take or learning this. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, thank you. Yes, Jennifer. You know, there is, I did mention the word dance because it feels that way when we are interacting. It's a give and take that is right. so energetic yet effortless, and it just keeps on multiplying out of the interactions. And it's, whatever is needed naturally shows up in the conversation. It's not like mm-hmm. we're looking for it. It just shows up out of the dance of the, our give and take which is effortless. There's no pushing. There's nothing. Right. Just being together. It's, it's marvelous. And I, and I know you have to push Joyce. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm kidding around. But it's, that synergy is something that people spend their whole lifetimes looking for. You know? It's amazing. It's, 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 a, it's brilliant. It's brilliance. That's the term I would like well, I, I'll go out on a limb and tell you that the the board of trustees of the institute have been carefully chosen because I I I not only believe Jennifer but I see that they'll be able to blend into that dance hmm. with us. In other words, it's going to become it's going to become a, um, a larger synergy, um, right? Which is what everybody's going to be bringing to that that table to make sure that again, this isn't about see, this isn't the Bob and Joyce dog and pony show. <laughs> we we didn't name right. it we didn't name it the the Rich Jackson Company or whatever. <laughs> It, it's it's ISP. This is going to be put in place on a number of levels right. to function and expand and and change the world and its people for the better. You know, long after Bob and I go ahead and and jump energetic <laughs> mentions here. Right. Well, the mission statement. I'd like to um, say again. ISP fosters a community for individuals with personal and professional interest in sensory perception. We provide education with innovative ideas and powerful tools that create healing solutions for people by putting spirit first. And that mission statement really sets this institution apart from anything else. And when everybody comes here, they feel the collective. No one feels like an individual. They feel the collective. And that's also, the, like you said, the, the synergy of the dances. Um, it truly is, you know, granted I'm a little bit, um, <laughs> a little bit <laughs> obsessed with it because I never knew you can physically make things tangible. We're always taking things that are out there and bringing them through but this you're writing down and you're making it tangible and you're and it you, you get the evidence right away or you don't. You know what I mean? 
with, with the blind subjects that we take on. Um, but so as far as the, you know, what about, what is your teaching format? Can we go into that? Well, we have a two-day seminar, um, Jennifer, that can teach you the process. It's a very easy process to learn. You can sit down and learn it, the steps of it, um, easily within a day. And during that two-day, it's called our associate certification course, we, we teach you how to do this process. Okay. We have a five-day expert certification course where we literally teach you how to become an expert in this. More importantly, we give you a small breath of the applications that can be used with this. You can go back in history and view a historical subject. You can go forward and do a predictive um, intelligence um, look, you can even look at a subject and see if there's anything there to look at, if you want, Jennifer. <laughs> you, can, you can trace disease etiologies, which our medical professionals will um, want to tune into. You can go look at a rock on Pluto and see what it looks like without having to spend trillions of dollars creating a spacecraft. I mean, that sounds silly, but I like to um, – I do two things. To, to hone hone my skills with this. Number one, I ask one of my boys to print pictures off the internet. Right. right. And then they'll they'll fold them and they'll fold them and they'll fold them and they'll fold them into like one inch square piece <laughs> and hide it in a manila envelope and give me the envelope. And I right. run a protocol on the envelope and pull out what it is they've queued up in that very secretive space. I also take <laughs> Chinese characters. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area, so I have access to Chinese newspapers. And I'll take Chinese headlines out of their newspapers. I don't read, I don't understand Chinese. And I'll do protocols to pull out what the headline says. And it, it's That's fun. Crazy. It's very effective. Oh, my goodness. I'll give you just one example of a medical application. We had an individual who kept on having a bloody nose and was unable to stop it. He couldn't travel. And he went to the Mayo Clinic and gave him what was going on. They examined him and gave him some protocols to correct it. He went home, and then he had a bloody nose again, so that didn't work. So then he went to the Cleveland Clinic, thinking that that would solve it, and possibly it could. So he went to the Cleveland Clinic. They gave him more protocols, and it, all of a sudden, the nosebleed came back again. Then he went to Miami General Hospital, figuring that's one of the best hospitals in the country. Right. And they, they gave him some protocols, again, different protocols. Nothing happened. Kept on bleeding. And then we gave it to Joyce and a group of people. They worked on it over a couple of days, came back with a page and a half diagnosis of what they saw was the issue. We gave it back to our friend who was having the issue. He checked it out with his doctor. They implemented it. No more nosebleed. What? What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Right. So, you know, there, and, and again, you have to, um, 
there are some nuances. How you cue up your subjects, Jennifer, is what we teach okay. people, because that language has to be very crystal clear and specific. Right. right. Um, but when you cue right. them up correctly, you you get this information and you get it without judgment. And even in our classes, people go, "Wow, I just nailed that one." We even teach people to leave that at the door, so right. that. You see, I've gotten to the point now in working with this so much where I just sit down and, and I just crank them out. Right. And, and I start and I stop. That's all I remember. Wow. Wow. I compl- I'm sorry for saying wow, but I get it. I understand when you, it is something that you go into this little time travel, you, get the, you extract the information, and, and then when you're done, you... I mean, it's, it is fascinating when you say start and stop, like throwing down the pen when you have something that keeps coming back and coming back that you know is from your conscious mind, and to get rid of that, there's ways to really, really quiet your mind and come back into this, what we call the zone, right? Yes, and I've seen information. Um, I've, I've seen I've seen information, and, I, and I've double-checked on it myself, that when you go in and start this protocol and you hook into the information on this target or this subject, you do go into a theta brainwave state, which, as we right. all know, is, is a med- meditative state. And when you finish and you disconnect from it, you come back into beta. And I think that's why the analytical people we've been talking about, the doctors, the psychiatrists, mm-hmm. the, the, the attorneys, the financial planners, everybody is going to like this because when you're uh, the law enforcement people, especially with their investigative right. skills, now y- you simply use this process to pull the data out. Now you go back into your your bad old analytical self and you use your skills you've learned, your diagnostic abilities, to look at the data and analyze what you've got. Right. Right. You know, when when you move into the non-conscious state, which is an effortless uh, way of doing this in our program, you don't have to quiet the mind or the conscious. It doesn't, it goes, it's not there. Got it. There's nothing yeah. you have to do to quiet it because what you're doing is you're in a state where the conscious does not exist. All that exists is the theta wave with the non-conscious and you're in that space and it's a space that you own. So you don't have to worry about anything going around you it's not there. It's not a, there's no attention to it whatsoever. That's right. You're right. That's um, when I mentioned, you know, things from the conscious mind as you do this, that's just pictures for somebody that, for like myself, who's an intuitive, I would get a different, I have to be careful of making sure I'm not going an intuitive route and allowing instead of getting, go out and get, does this make sense, Bob? Yes. And so there, so we're able to get rid of the part that's, that I see and go and dive into the information I'm supposed to get or receive effortlessly, right? 
but it's mm. it's a it's a different channel to try to maintain at times. And you guys, and this this protocol has made it to where it's easily done. It's easily yes. done. It's a natural way of doing it. There's not, uh, it's not. Uh, I, it's, I want to be careful when you use the word easy. It, it may be right, easy. Right. As a matter of fact, it may be. But what it is, it's a natural way of the individual, the human being, all of us, to operate in that state once we're there. So, and it's comfortable. So right. it's not some place that you don't want to be, or it's it's you live in that space and you enjoy it while you're interacting in it. Right, and you're right. I didn't mean to say easy. I wasn't, I wasn't, that. I understand that terminology was not <laughs> best utilized. It, you know, Jennifer, the, the most challenging part of the protocol is when you first start it. And that's where you go in and go, gosh, am I going to be the only one in the class that's not going to get anything? You know, <laughs> gosh, do we really have to share? And you get past that very, very quickly. That's your ego. And you always right. leave that at the door. Um, I enjoy running protocols very, very much. Um, Bob's correct. Um, so anyway, Institute for Sens- for Sensory Perception dot org. And, and if you're skeptical, that is probably the best space you should be in when you enter into this program. The impact that you receive out of what is possible in your life, you get an impact of a shift in what's possible in your life at a greater level. And it's, it, your thirst for it is there. It is. I, I'm dreaming about it. And <laughs> I could spend hours talking about this, but I know we have to wrap up. I am so grateful not only to be part of this, but I'm so grateful to have the both of you on this show. It really means a lot to me because, again, if I'm this excited about this, and I think our world is pretty exciting in and of itself with the things that we're able to traverse, this, I believe, is going to help the masses just come into their own, which, like you've said, over, you know, it's, it's, it's their own innate abilities that they might not question, they might not think that they have or they might not know that they have. Again, I really, really appreciate the both of you. Um, you can find this website at instituteforsensoryperception.org. Check it out. And um, with that, i like to say thank you and um, goodbye. thank you jennifer thank you it's been great kiddo all right all right talk to you it's a pleasure thank you bye-bye guys bye now thank you for spending the past hour with psychic medium jennifer schaefer your translator of spirit Join Jennifer the second Tuesday of every month right here on Shea Parker's Best of the Best as Jennifer brings you your spirit hour. Find Jennifer at jenniferschafer.com. That's jennifer, S-H-A-F-F-E-R.com. And also at bestamericanpsychics.com where Jennifer earned the prestigious 2014 Psychic of the Year Award. Jennifer thanks all her listeners and encourages you to remember love.